0: This is StoryCorps Oklahoma. I'm Jenny Heinrichs. Nearly 35 years ago, a contract welder dropped his torch in a jet maintenance facility at Tinker Air Force Base, sparking one of the largest fires in Air Force history. The fire became a case study for fire prevention processes and building codes for the Air Force. Gary Souders was the chief of safety at the base in 1984. He came to the StoryCorps mobile booth in Oklahoma City to tell his son John about that eerie day. What,
1: what's one of the things or, or some things that impacted you the most while you were working as the chief of safety at Tinker? Because that was, that was a pretty intense experience for you, right? I mean, you, yes. did some, you did some pretty hefty investigations while you worked there.
2: Yes. But the most interesting thing at Tinker was we have a building there called Building 3001. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's a mile long. And it has a roof that covers 57 acres. And it caught on fire and burned 17 acres of the roof. And it took 40-something hours to get the fire put out. Oh, wow. And uh, I was on the roof most of that time, walking slowly backwards. Where we got lucky was it started at the north end of the building, but the wind was coming out of the south, so it held the fire. Had, it been, had wind been coming from the north, we'd have lost the building. And so we had enough time to get our crew up on the roof and cut a strip six foot wide all the way across the building. And they had to use saws because the building had a metal roof and covered in six inches of tar. Mm -hmm. So they scraped the tar off and cut through the roof and uh, finally stopped the fire right there. Mm -hmm. But as the tar burned, it melted and fell on dead engine parts. Oh, inside the building? Inside the building. And what's interesting is even Tinker would not take a fire truck inside the building. But we needed one in there. Hmm. The Shawnee, Oklahoma Fire Department volunteered to go in. Oh, did they really? Yes, and they went in and sprayed water up underneath and finally helped us get that fire out. And uh, it was it was eerie place because the water was six inches deep in there. Electricity was out mm-hmm. for the most part. But what's funny is you could hear the phones ringing. <laughs> And I would wade through the water and pound one of them answering and say, yeah, it's engine shop. <laughs> Where's those parts you're supposed to be in us? I said, they're burned up. <laughs> and the guy said, huh? Because <laughs> those were in other buildings, and they didn't realize that their part of 3001 that they used had burned they're up. Burned up, yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. And then we had railroad tracks on the base, so we... Uh, Rented tons of boxcars from the railroad company, mm-hmm. brought those on base, and set up shops in every one of those boxcars, uh, machine shops, lathe shops.
1: So the temporary locations were train boxcars? Yes. Huh.
2: And, okay. uh, and that that put, kept people working. Yeah. Kept the engine parts flowing, kept the engines moving, and so we kept flying airplanes.
0: To see pictures and hear more stories from the StoryCorps mobile booth stop in Oklahoma City, go to KOSU.org. And you can subscribe to the StoryCorps Oklahoma podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts.